Good afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban, Master Certified Life Coach and Mindset Coach. I'm Sandra Priestley. I'm a leadership coach and a feng shui practitioner. Welcome to the podcast. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Ah, it's been a week. Freaking week. We need to talk about that in a minute. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking, I was going to drink wine today, but I'm drinking out of a can again. Like what I am like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> But I'm drinking truly again. I really like this. It's like this wild berry hard seltzer. I, I like, I really like it. Here. And I'm drinking it out of a wine glass. So it makes me feel fancy. Yes. It's, you know, it's good. It's the yin and the yang of it all. Like comes out of a can and then you put it in a wine glass. You don't drink it out of a can. That's the difference. That's the, di- that's what makes me bougie. Yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking today? I am drinking a, and I left the bottle in there, um, some peach whiskey. Oh. It's been a while since I've had peach whiskey. With an ice cube? With an ice cube. Nice. Oh, nice. I spill it on myself. Okay. (laughs) Still good. Okay, so I needed whiskey today because, holy hell. What in the fuck is going on with the moon? <sighs> yeah, I know. Well, and the this week, as we record this, this week, there was the lunar eclipse. It was the blood full moon and the lunar eclipse. And like, it was a week of crazy shit. Like, yeah. and it seems like I, I read something because, mm-hmm. um, my husband sent me a message one day and said, okay, like, is there something going on with the moon? Is there a full moon or what? Like, and I mean, I am such, I don't know. I'm sure there's people out there that don't believe that the full moon affects you, but I worked in a prison and also in a bar. <laughs> you know, no one will ever tell me it's bullshit. No one will ever, mm-hmm. you can't rival it because I have a story for every full moon. I swear it. Like I, there's so many of them. And so he said, is it a full moon or what? I'm like, yeah, it's a full blood moon and also the eclipse. And he's like, what the holy hell is happening? And I said, I read that this particular moon and lunar eclipse Mm -hmm. brings about everything that is under the surface, which is usually what happens with full moons, but like it brings up everything under the surface crack this month. (laughs) Yes. It's like, it shows us so that we can heal it for good. It shows itself. Mm -hmm. And my husband is like, well, holy hell, that makes sense because shit has come up for me. Like, and just like thoughts that he hadn't thought of for years and years and years. Like, it just seemed Mm -hmm. like they came from out of nowhere and smacked him in the face, like insecurities and like just weird things. And I actually sat there and went, oh, well, nothing happened to me. I'm such a hero. No, Sandra. You don't ever say that. No, the next day it was, I don't even remember what happened. Cause I just, I love myself to work through it. But the next day I was like, oh, there you are. (laughs) 
yes, here's my old shit. I recognize you. Uh Okay, let's go. Let's just hold on, feel the feelings and allow them to move through so that I can heal it for good. Like I really did kind of embrace it. And I love this idea of knowing what is going on because otherwise we feel like such a victim to it right like oh what the fuck is happening to me this is crappy it's happening to me yeah no one else right no one else on the planet yeah this sucks yeah and but when you can see it in like almost a way of gratitude right it is it's like oh it's coming up for me to heal it. Yeah. I'm okay to feel it now. Yeah. yeah. But wow. And yeah, knowing it it's working easy. out for you, no matter what it looks like in the moment. And I had a situation this week that it was a rough week. I mean, it was just all around a rough week. I've got, you know, one of my kids is going through something and it, when you're a parent of adult, an adult child that's going through something, you feel it in such a way I I didn't understand until it happens. Yeah. Um, and then it made me reflect on things that I went through in my early twenties, and going, "Holy shit, you impacted your parents more than you knew." Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I was living in my own little bubble. Yeah. Um, but it, it's been a week in, in rough moments. Mm-hmm. But then it was like, if everything is happening for you, then this is no different. And you know, sometimes things don't look like they're happening for you. And they or, always do. So or, why are you stressing yourself out? Yeah. I think it takes strong intention to choose that though. Yes. Like it, and it's not always easy, no matter how evolved you think you are, no matter what level of consciousness you're at, it's Mm -hmm. not always easy. It's our default is to sit in it, roll around in it, rub our face in it. Yeah. Let's visit this for a while. Yeah. Let's eat at dinner and let it sleep with us. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Roll around and get up all smelly. Like, you know, it's, yeah. And so it does, it takes intention to sit and go, okay, the universe, you know, say all of the things the universe has our back and this is happening for me, not to me. And when I, you know, attitude of gratitude and all of those things that, they seem like they're just kind of talk. They, they seem they're, they're just kind of speak. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's happening for me. Right. But well, it's like driving to work this morning. Um, I was like, what kind of day do you want to have? How do you want this day to go? And yeah. the sun, like looking at the sun driving in this morning, the, the colors were beautiful. It was right before the storm came in. So like I ended up having to put my sunglasses on because it was bright enough at at that point but the sky was amazing and I thought that's what I need to be focused on this is like your moment 
This is your moment in of every day. I swear it when you're driving to work and you know, even how you see, like, um, you see the signs like, oh, okay, this is a red light. This means that I turn right, or it's a green light. I'm going to go to work going straight. And then, you know, just like seeing the sunrise and having this beginning of your day being in such awe yeah of the world and of life and gratitude for all that you have like yeah Mm. it's just like the best way to start your day it is and there are days I don't do that and my days aren't the same right it's so interesting how really being intentional about it on what do I want today yeah what do I want to feel and everything we want comes from that because we only want something because of the way we're going to feel when we have it. Right. And sometimes we choose to feel like shit. Absolutely. And sometimes I'll say, you know, you're choosing this right now. Right. And I'm like, yep. And I'm like, okay, when you're ready, look over here. And it's okay to do that too. Yeah. Like it's okay to sometimes, as long as we're intentional with it and we understand what we're doing and we're not on autopilot. Yes. You know, I think that's the important thing is like, it's okay to feel the way that we're feeling. Mm -hmm. My, one of my favorite quotes was from a friend of mine, Pierre Frischette. And he said, Sandra, it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. Cause I was, I was judging myself for feeling it. Right. And he said, Sandra, it's okay to feel the way you're feeling. It's not okay to stay there. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite quotes that I live by. And I repeatedly say it over and over again. And even though I love quotes from, you know, famous people. Yeah. My favorite ones are the ones that are just said to me by a friend or whatever. That just Um, just impacted you. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I will never forget that. And I will Mm -hmm. continually give that advice to people. Um, and it's so true. Like it's okay to feel it. Yeah. And you know, I try to feel it anyway. Right. And I try to tell people that the best way to get out of it though, is to feel it without feeding it with stories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like just feel, you want to feel like shit, feel like shit, but don't tell yourself why you're feeling like shit. Don't judge yourself for feeling like shit. Cause then you just compound it. Yeah. And if you feed it by telling different stories, I bet it, she fucking no. said that. I bet she's talking about me behind my back. Mm-hmm. I bet that this is going to happen tomorrow. Why did this have to happen to me? All of that crap that we tell ourselves just like solidifies our suffering. Well, and it makes it bigger. Yeah. And we stay there longer. Yeah. And then we miss the moment. Right. We came here to live in the moment. Yeah. And when we're living in the future on predicting what's going to happen and how bad things are going to be, or living in the past with regret and hate for ourselves or others. Yeah. We're not living right now. We're missing it. Yeah. And you sent me a quote this week. It was so it's like exactly this. And I wrote it down. So it says healing also means taking an honest look at the role you play in your own suffering. Mm -hmm. Like how profound really? Yeah. 
Yeah. Because we do this a lot of the time. We choose suffering over the hard work of healing it. Yeah. You choose, not that suffering is great or is easy, but sometimes it's like a dopamine hit. Well, it is because we're blaming a lot of times this happened to me because of mm -hmm. that person. And yeah. now I'm suffering instead yeah. of looking at our role in it. Where right. did we participate? Where, or what did we allow? Yeah. You know? Or how do we continue to feed it or create it? Or mm -hmm. what are we doing to get ourselves out of it? Yeah. Or what are we doing to keep ourselves there? Right? Correct. And some, sometimes when we understand, honestly, the role that we have in what's going on in our life in a particular moment, mm -hmm. it hurts, but it neutralizes things because we have to look at ourselves so deeply and see our participation and go, oh shit, I didn't look yeah. at it from that perspective before. Yeah. And then we have a different understanding, not only of ourselves, but of the person that we perceive as the bad guy. You know, I had an interesting conversation with someone um, in Instagram DMs mm -hmm. and she was talking about a coaching container that she was in. And I, I really respect this person. So I was really interested in her perspective. Mm -hmm. And she said that when she was in this particular container, um, there was things that were happening, um, interpersonal situation that was happening. And she said, I just got tired of it always being my fault. And it reminded me of... It reminded me of this quote that I read. I have read very few books cover to cover. I'm dyslexic. I don't love to. I buy them. I don't read them. One that I read was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. The other one that I read was The Four Agreements by John Miguel yes. Ruiz. And another one that I read, I don't remember the name, but it was a Steven Tyler biography. <laughs> so I don't know what it's anyway, but you know, I, I, I was just enthralled with his life and how crazy the, the partying and stuff was. And, mm -hmm. and he had said, he had this one part of the book where he was talking about his daughter, Liv Tyler, mm -hmm. and they're estranged. And he said this one thing that I thought was so fucking profound. I loved it. And I never forgot again, <laughs> never forgot it. Yeah. What he said was that he said to his daughter, um, all of your trauma, some, sorry, some of your traumas may have my name on them, but all of the solutions have your name on them. Wow. And see, that gives me chills. Every time I say it, it is the fucking truth. If I am going to sit here and say, it's never my fault. Yeah. It's someone else's fault that's making me feel bad. My mom used yeah. to always say this. No one can make you feel anything. You mm -hmm. make you feel something. Like, thank mm -hmm. you, Al-Anon. And it's the truth. Yeah. The only thing that I can, I can't control someone else. I can mm -hmm. only control my reaction to it. I can only control myself. So yes, in that situation, it is 
absolutely a hundred percent, not her fault for feeling it, Mm -hmm. but her responsibility to manage her own response. Yeah. Yeah. For all of us. We get to react or respond. Yeah. We have a choice in every moment. We do. And when we see ourselves as a victim of something with no ability to heal ourselves in Mm. it, like if we're looking to something else to heal us, yeah, it will always feel empty. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like it was so huge for me. And I mean, I teach this, I, I like in my courses, I teach this, but it was like in my face, a thousand examples, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and all of it just erupted all of the Steven Tyler stuff. And the, like, it all kind yeah. of just came together, but it was just in this beautiful package, which always happens when I'm in the midst of running a course, things come up, you know, yeah. that I have lots of new stuff to talk about, but it's the truth. Like what is like healing also means taking an honest look at the role you play in your own suffering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we are looking outside of us, someone outside of us to heal it, heal us, we will mm-hmm. never feel whole. And we'll always be looking. It is within us. Right. And we have so many answers. Mm-hmm. But we go to other people. What should yeah. I do? Right. We know what to do. Yeah. And I love getting the messages. Go here. Do this. Turn here. Call this mm-hmm. person. And it's all ever so slight. Yeah. But when I look back on all of the nudges that I have listened to and answered and said, okay, and done it. Mm-hmm. It blows my mind because I see it was like, there was a path for me created and I was picking up the pieces for it. Right. Now, maybe I was building it. I don't know, but it fit. It feels like every single D- thing. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But that is cool to sit back and watch. It is. So whether someone is like dropping these little, you know, the universe, God, whomever is dropping these little nuggets for you to pick up, or you're building it. Like it's still taking you one step closer to the path or the person that you came here to be, or the path that you're meant to be on. Yeah. I think some of the times feel it. Yeah. You can, you can feel it. There are some things that you do that are insignificant. It seems that turn out to be pretty big deals. Like, yeah, that was supposed to happen this way, but at the time didn't, cause it was just the next logical step. Yeah. But there are some things that happen that you're like, mm-hmm. this is special. Something's here. I often have worked with clients mm-hmm. who will say, I don't hear anything. I don't, you know, I don't trust myself. I, I got this idea, That's but why I don't, they don't think... hear it. They don't trust themselves. Right. I got this idea, but I don't think it was divine intervention. I don't think it was God. I don't think it was, you know, and I don't hear any messages, you know, I'm just tired. And it's interesting because what I notice is 
when you first start, I always tell people just play with it. If you get an idea, do it. Or, or convince yourself. I mean, I'm not really into fear-based shit, but if you get an idea to do something and you convince yourself, this is something that I did with a client of mine. You convince yourself it's bad luck if you don't take action. Oh. You know what? She started taking, she's like, oh, I don't want any bad luck. Okay. So she goes to the beach. She thinks I should really take a picture of that. And you know, and then what are your brain is going to go, oh, I don't have my camera with me. I got to go back. It's, and so she started to just make a game of it. Mm -hmm. I got to take a picture of it or it's bad luck. So, you know, she <laughs> takes a picture with her phone or she goes back and gets her camera. And like, even though it's, you know, not maybe, um, convenient. Yeah. But she said she's just started. The more she does this, the more she hears. And yes. that's the cool part of yes. it. It's like, yes. Yes. it's like the angels are up there going, holy fuck, she's finally hearing us. Yes. Yay. And that's how she Let's give her found a way to, to make herself do it. Yes. Like that. And that's the thing. I'm not, like I say, I'm not into fear-based stuff. Right. I'm not into, if I don't do this, it's going to be bad luck and I can't step on a crack. I mean, all that crap. But she but, knows it's not bad luck. Right. She knows it, but it's that is just, her excuse. Oh, I got to yes. do it. And whatever helps, like, and her life whatever is helps. just, yeah. I mean, she was, she is just starting to play more. And when she does, and she's just started to like take these nudges and do all of these things, all of a sudden, amazing. She was interviewed by the news. I mean, super cool stuff. But don't you notice that in your life too? Oh, totally. When you start, do, I'm going to do like little things. I'm, I'm, yeah. When I get the nudge, I'm going to act. Yeah. The shit that opens up and it's so quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. It doesn't have to take just a, a few, you know, it, or it doesn't, doesn't you think, well, I'm just going to, um, get this idea. Oh, I've got so many things <laughs> coming through to my head right now that I can't even speak. Be, be here it's with like me. You get this. I know it's like, you get this one idea and you do it all of a sudden it is like everything opens up in the yeah. best way possible. Yeah. It's so, and I, I tell this example of like a stream, you know, when you're a little kid and, and maybe I told this on the podcast before, but it's like my best analogy where like when we grew up, um, we lived on an acreage and we had like a, a gravel path and mm -hmm. it would rain lots. And so there was like big, huge puddles and it would be stuck there. And then you'd like remove one rock and the water would just flow. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Or like yes. take your rubber boot and like scrape through some mud that's, and it just like starts to just pour. Yeah. It's so cool. And then the more you trust yourself, the more messages you hear. Yes. She's also meditating. And I do believe that meditation like clears your mind out so that you can hear the messages. So yeah. I, I personally believe like meditation is no, that, the key for intuition. Yeah. 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 But you don't, if it's not you and it frustrates well, the hell out of you. Use prayer. Exactly. But a prayer of thanksgiving. 
Yeah. That is where it's at. Not the prayer of, of fix this. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorite things is, um, manifestation, babe, uh, Catherine's and Kina, she always will say, if this is the right path for me, show me a crow in the next three minutes, or it like, she has a conversation with her angels or with God yeah. or, you know, the universe. And so, and, and it will happen. It will appear for her. Mm -hmm. But I, I like this idea of finding your own way of connecting into your own inner guidance or to divine messages or whatever. Like I what, feel like 7 billion people on the planet. Right. There are many ways to connect. Exactly. Like just trying and, and, yeah. you know, finding, but finding the more you listen sparks you. Yeah. I've got to tell this story just because you were talking about finding things. Okay. We, we took my grandson out uh, for lunch today and we're leaving. And he's like, Julie, I want to see some animals. And I said, well, let's keep an eye out. I'm sure we'll pass some. And he's like, maybe a sheep. And you know, he's kind of going through different things and um, usually tractors are his thing, but today he wanted to see animals. We get to where we're going. And as we're parking, there is a pond behind us with ducks. Aww. So I went out and got him and said, I've got to show you something. Pulled him out of his car seat, walked him over there. And he was so excited. I love you, Mr. Ducky, all the stuff. Aww. He manifested those ducks. Yeah. He wanted to see some animals. And I said, well, let's look. Yeah. And there they were. Did I tell you about my rattlesnake story? Yes. Like I, I manifested yes, a rattlesnake and it was alive. Like, and I, I was just like, what? There is a rattlesnake in Alberta. Cool. I'm going to find one. And everyone is like, oh, picture. no, I've lived here for 20 years. I've never seen a rattlesnake. Okay. One of my patients, 15 year old son, a month ago, maybe was taking the trash can out to put on the curb. It was dark yeah. outside. As soon as he put it on the curb, he heard a rattle and then he got bit on the leg. Oh, no. in the ICU. We didn't have any, we didn't have any venom stuff at the local hospital. So they had to take oh. him to like hospital an hour away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's fine. His leg is still numb, okay. but he's <gasps> going to make a recovery. But wow. I thought about you and I was like, Sandra did not need to be that close. Uh, like, it's a good thing I didn't lay down on the ground to get a good picture of right? him. Because, I mean, I thought he was dead. I was like, how cool. Dang, he's dead, but still. And then all of a sudden, he like just, yeah, he was like flat. I thought something ran over him. and But no, he was just sleeping. And then... I, a little bit later, I flew to Vancouver to watch. So I was in Medicine Hat watching Coldplay football mm -hmm. when I saw the rattlesnake. And then I went to Vancouver to watch him play football in British Columbia. And it's one of my favorite places to visit. And I was um, 
out in the backyard with my aunt who lives there. And she was telling me about these raccoons that come into her backyard. And I've never seen a raccoon before. And like, she has this little putting green when they bought the house, there was a little putting green and these raccoons will go in and they will pull the, um, pull the golf balls out of the hole and like put them in a pile of water. They'll dip, dip the water over or drink out of these like little pails or whatever. Like they are little mischief, mischievous. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, I'm cool. Like, that's so cool. And she goes, well, at three o'clock in the morning, you can get out. So I end up, I'm not getting up at three o'clock in the morning, just sit and stare, wait for raccoons. But I held the belief that I was going to see a raccoon. Mm-hmm. And on my way to the airport to leave, I got up in the morning and I'm like, dang, I can't believe it. I have not seen a raccoon, but yet I did because we get in the vehicle and we turn the corner and I'm like, what is that? It was, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, is that a rat? Like what? It was a huge, and she's like, no, no, that's a raccoon. I'm like, see my trip is complete. I've manifested a raccoon and a rattlesnake all in the same month. So here's the thing. If we can do that, what else can we manifest? Right. Anything we want. Anything we want. Because how likely is it that I was going to see that rattlesnake? Not at all. But I put it out there because I wanted yeah. to. I was determined because right. there's right. no rattlesnakes up here where I live. And same with a raccoon. So what if we got that intentional about shit we really want to experience? Right. What would that look like? What would that look like? Mm -hmm. And also what the key was for me that I think we miss in manifestation is holding the faith, even when it looks like it's not going to happen. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, let's face it. I, I was in Vancouver for, I think it was like only three days or something. Right. Mm -hmm. I literally had like a, I don't know maybe a very small window to see this raccoon because we're not far from the airport and you're not going to see it on a big, you know, so I really had like three blocks yeah, where I could see this raccoon. But we could do that with opportunities too. Right. Notice. Yeah. Just hold the face. It's this narrow window that we create this thing in. Yeah. But it's not banging on the table for it. It's yeah. just going, I want to experience this and letting it happen. And opening up to the, allow, like allowing oh, it to know. happen and yeah. opening it up to yeah. whatever way is possible. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, life is so cool. It is. So it's very cool. Even when the moon is erupting, <laughs> whatever's going on. Right? Even when everything goes to shit. Yep. <laughs> There's still good stuff that comes out of it. Even though you got to walk through some shit to get to it. Not really. Totally. It's just our perspective about it. It's just our perspective about it. Yeah. We make it good or bad. Yeah. So, and we get, we get to choose. We get to choose. What do you want to choose? Get intentional about it. Exactly. And I think we're out of time. We're out of time. We are. Boom. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. 
This was good. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next Thursday on the happy, happy half hour. Bye. <laughs> Bye.